Savvy shoppers of Kernersville, discover the hidden treasures waiting for you at Smith & Company Consignment. Get ready to score some incredible deals on gently used furniture, stylish clothing, and unique home decor pieces. You won't believe the quality at unbeatable prices. Looking to declutter? Sell your pre-loved items with us. Smith & Company Consignment is the perfect place to find a new home for your well-cared-for belongings. Visit us at 1515 Union Cross Road, check out our website, smithandcompanyconsignment.com, or give us a call at 336-497-5290. Hey, y'all, Tiny's Mobile Auto. Is your car broke down? Are you stuck somewhere? Do you need a mechanic? Y'all, you don't want to call a tow truck? Call Tiny's Mobile Auto. He'll come out to you, do your work, whatever you need done, your regular maintenance, or if you broke down on the side of the road, give him a call. All you have to do pick up the phone and call 336-423-6241. You don't even have to see me. Just let me know what's wrong with your car and I will come and fix it, y'all. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram, TikTok. I'm on the Twitters. Whatever you guys need, 336-423-6241. As always, I'll be seeing you. Are you ready for a taste adventure like no other? Monte D. Ray, Mexican restaurant in Kernersville, is here to take you on a flavor-filled journey straight to Mexico. Savor the sizzle of our mouth-watering fajitas, indulge in our signature enchiladas, and experience the true essence of Mexican cuisine. Wash it all down with our handcrafted margaritas or refreshing tequila-infused cocktails. Bring your friends, bring your family, let the vibrant ambiance of Monte D. Ray turn every meal into a fiesta. Monte D. Ray, Kernersville. Taste the authentic flavors of Mexico. Call 336-310-4560 or visit and order online at Monte D. Ray, Kern Looking for your real estate expert in Kernersville? Meet Nikki Rottweiler, your go-to expert with the unrivaled knowledge of the market. From hidden gems to prime profiles, she's got the inside scoop. Don't miss out on the opportunity of a lifetime. Contact Nikki Rottweiler today and experience the difference firsthand. Call Nikki at 336-448-9309 to get started. Head Realty Group, opening dreams one door at a time. You are locked into Tobacco Road Sports Radio, your home for triad sports. And you know this, man. Presents the Nest with East Forsyth head coach Todd Willard. Here's your host, Rod Funder. Hey, 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 welcome everyone. How's everybody doing out there? You guys are looking so lovely, so beautiful. It's always good to see you on a Tuesday night. I look forward to these Tuesday nights to see my Eagle family. I want to welcome you all to this ninth edition of our fifth season of the Nest, featuring none other then our two-time state champion and head football coach, Todd Willard. Let's give him a hand. He's a coach of the three-time state champion East Forsyth Fighting Eagles. The Nest is presented by Nikki Rottweiler of Head Realty Group EXP. Nikki Rottweiler of Head Realty Group EXP is our title sponsor for the entire 2023 football season. So for all your real estate needs, be sure to reach out and contact Nikki Rottweiler at Head Realty Group EXP. The Nest, of course, is currently being aired here at Monte de Rey Mexican Restaurant in Kernersville. Monte de Rey is located at 838 South Main Street in K Vegas. So please, if you have not come out yet, if you have not tasted this food, if you have not participated in this beautiful atmosphere, 
please come out because you don't know what you're missing. And of course, we want to thank Monday Ray for their awesome hospitality. They make us feel right at home every single week. We also want to take this time to recognize our other sponsors in addition to Monte De Ray and Nikki Rottweller of Head Realty Group EXP. Those sponsors do include Tiny's Mobile Auto Repair, Smith & Company Consignment, Susanna Nunn of State Farm Insurance, J. Pepper Southern Grill, A Taste of the Triad, Walker Town Auto Sales, Blue Naples Pizza, The Auto Store of North Carolina, Beamer Tire and Auto Repair of Kernersville, and Twin City Minis. Guys, I'm your host, Hot Rod Funderburk. I'm sitting here with head coach Todd Willard. Had a big game on Friday. It was homecoming. Coach, put you guys put it down for homecoming, didn't you? We did. Des got, got me already turned off. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We had a great, great show, and I think one of our better – I told the kids and the coaches, probably one of our better games all the way around all three phases, offense, defense, and special teams. Man, it was great. I, I thought – the homecoming night was awesome. It was special for me because it was our 30-year class reunion. We had some folks there from the game. And I want to give a shout-out to those in the press box because they made sure that uh, they allowed a lot of my classmates to come up and see me and say hello. Then, That's you know, cool. Yeah, man, it was cool. I saw some people, and I got some good hugs from some folks, man. I hadn't seen people in – 30 years. That's so, awesome. Man. Yeah, it was that, awesome, That's what it's man. all so, about, man. I love it. really it. is. It's great, man. So how are you tonight? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. On that, there must have been some guy that's like a DJ or something because he, he said – I heard it on the radio that he was at your guys' reunion. Do you know who that would have been? Would, have, would that have been Daryl Prince? DJ? I don't know what don't his know. DJ code name is, though. Yeah, I heard him on one of the uh, local radio shows or stations. And he was, he was talking about you guys' uh, – Thing and stuff. I thought yeah, that was pretty cool. I, yeah, it was cool, man. We, we had a great time, man. It was Saturday was awesome. Friday night was awesome. Even Sunday morning breakfast was awesome, man. That's so cool. yeah, we had a good, great time, good. man. And thank you guys for beating the brakes off of Reynolds on Friday. <laughs> we really appreciate that, man. So congratulations on that win yeah. for homecoming. And of course, you guys by defeating them of a score of fifty-two to zero, coach. You and the Eagles improved to four and one in the conference, seven and one overall this week. Are we battling for the Kernersville Cup? It's a battle for the Cup, man. K-Vegas Cup. I heard that. So, uh, you know, we're not going to get all the way into it right now, but you do know those people who you're battling with. Dez has them set up not too far away from us, right? Oh, that's right. Their show's on tonight, too. Yeah, yeah. We should tap into that. Does that go during our show or what? I think it, yeah. I think it does. It would have been nice if we could have, you know, gone over there and uh, we should have had a flipped show. over We should have combined the show today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know about that one, Coach. I mean, we, we would have all been in trouble on that one there, man. But, yeah, we're going to talk about those old Bobcats a little bit later. Um, you guys look great. I love your dark-on-dark -dark uniforms. I love that combination. Um, you know, with homecom with your homecoming win against Reynolds, the loss Davie County suffered to West Forsyth, there is a two-way tie in the conference between West Forsyth and East Forsyth. What in the world will that be meaning to you and your, your guys if you're able to make it past the Glen Bobcats this week? Well, it don't mean anything unless we win on Thursday. So uh, that's what's important right now. It will mean a lot, but we got to take care of business Thursday because uh, records don't matter when it's the uh, Bobcats and the Eagles. I was talking to another guy about that today, and he said, oh, man, you guys are playing Glen, no problem. And I said, dude, they're both these teams are in Kernersville. This is a robbery. I said, you could throw the, uh, the records out the window. He was like, you know what? I completely forgot about that. He said, uh-oh, y'all going to be on upset alert this week. Like, he completely <laughs> did a 180 on what he was talking about, man. So, coach, players, guys, let's not be on upset alert. No All right, doubt. guys, no upset alert this week. Good. Seemed pretty focused. First two days practice, we seemed pretty, pretty focused. Good deal. Did you expect you guys to play as well as you did on Friday? Um, it, it was great to see. Really, it, it was uh, just clicking in, in all phases. Just enjoyed watching it. Even more enjoyed watching film the next day. You know what I mean? So, um, it, it was good. I just told the guys, oh, we got to continue to get better and better and better. And uh, hopefully we're peaking at the right time right now. So, you said you enjoyed watching film. Now, you're a coach that likes to watch film 
and you can say, we need to do this better. We need to do that better. Coach, I'm not sure if when you watch film, you are able to say that we need to do this better because you guys look spectacular to me on Friday. And that's not being biased. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, was film session hard in that regard of saying what we needed to do better? No, I can always find something to get better at. That ain't hard. <laughs> but it uh, it was a little more enjoyable. Um, we did. We really didn't. We didn't have to work on as many things. It's good to be able to watch film and actually point out the good things that, that you do. So now, hey, here's the example of what we need to do, and we got to keep on doing it. Got you. In that first quarter, and I want to say Reynolds' first possession, they came out in a possession that looked almost like a field goal formation, and then you oh, yeah. shipped over to a regular uh, scrimmage mm-hmm. formation. Um, you guys look completely prepared. How were you guys able to read and know and just be ready for those type of alignments from them? Um, the, the defensive staff had, had worked on it. We've watched a lot of film, and we'd see them kind of do something similar. It wasn't exactly the same thing but something similar to what they had. So we were prepared, told the guys what to do. And when you got leaders like uh, Nigel Gay and and uh, Nate here and MJ, those guys that get us lined up right, you mm-hmm. know, it makes us look good as coaches too. But the, the defense didn't panic, came out and shut it down right away. Oh, man. I think it was did. a sack the very first play. I think uh, we got a sack out of it, I think. Yeah, it was like the guy – Hiked the ball, and it was like I want to say it was uh, was it Robbie Whitney? No, what, I think the first it was, was, it? Um, it was somebody Brooklyn James. Was I it Brooklyn think James got the first okay. sack? I Brooklyn think. took off, man, and it was like all right, the ball snapped. I took, and the quarterback was like, "You're not supposed to be coming in this fast," <laughs> you know what I mean? And and down he went. Down went the QB for Reynolds, man. Good job about that. Talk to me a little bit about the special teams, man. I mean, there was good coverage, good tackling, good blocking. For the PATs and field goals, I mean, wow, they took leaps and bounds this week, don't we you did. think? We uh, did. I thought uh, Chris Moore did a great job. He's kind of taken over the kickoff uh, duties. He did a great job, okay. uh, especially in the first half, did a really good job. Uh, Ridge is doing a great job on PATs. We got that all kind of figured out. Corey, um, Chris Moore, and Ridge, I think they've worked extremely, extremely hard, and we've come a long ways Obviously, from week one and two, um, I feel a lot more comfortable now when we call in that group. And, uh, you know, I think we kicked another field goal even. So, um, just special teams is going really well. Coach Stu does such a great job with our special teams. Um, you know, something we take a lot of pride in. And don't forget about you, Coach. You do a great job in special teams, too. I do. Man. I say kick the ball. <laughs> That's what I say. Kick the ball. <laughs> so for the second week in a row, man, quite a few Eagles got some playing time on Friday. That's always a good thing, man. So great showcase of talent on the offense. You guys had 196 yards on the ground, 234 yards through the air. You finished with 460 total yards on offense. So that was well-balanced. Let me tell you how well-balanced you were. You had 22 rushes and 21 pass attempts. I mean, you don't get any more well-balanced than that. Really what do you think balanced. about that? Talk about that. That, that was good. I, I really thought our offense, um, the, the yardage ain't a lot because we had such a short field the whole time. The defense did a great job of uh, keeping us uh, kind of in their side of the field the whole game. Mm-hmm. But uh, just probably one of – I told Bryce uh, Baker, I thought it was one of his better um, games. Uh, he was 15 for 20, but we actually had four drops. Out of those, um, but did a great job. And then just the balance, what we had. Josh came back and had a great game, over 100 yards receiving. J.P. Gilchrist, uh, I think, led us. He did. He had six receptions. He he played well. Mm-hmm. And we get so many guys involved in our offense. I think that's what yes. makes it work, you know. Um, the kids get it. Sometimes the parents don't get it because some of the parents want their kids to have the ball 55 times yeah. a, a game and all that. But the kids get the more you spread it out, the harder we are to defend. And, you know, we got, what, one, two, five different guys carrying the football and six different guys, seven different guys catching the football. Yes, sir. As a defense coordinator, that's hard to uh, game plan for. Yes, it is. You, what you're talking about, man, and – you know, none of that happens without the offensive line. Any of my big nasties in here tonight? Any nasties in here? 
All right, Sean's I got the center in, the house. in here. Got the, Sean's got the in the house. He's he's the center. He does a great job. Excellent work. Yes, he does. Work. Does yes, a great does, job man. for us. Yeah, because he's right in the middle, and I'm assuming he's also calling, you know, protections and things of that nature as well, right? It, it all starts the guy who touches the ball every play. Yes, right sir. Right there, it's so important until you don't have one. And, uh, you know, Coach Vaughn and Coach Simmons do a great job coaching that group, and I really think they've gotten a lot better, too, as the oh, season's man. gone on. Um, I don't even want to jinx us, but uh, it's amazing you go from having so many penalties to I don't think we had one offensive holding penalty on the O-line on uh, Friday you did. night. No, I don't think you had a penalty so on the O-line. That, that was holding. great. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah, it came from the receivers, and, and that's okay, receivers. We're going to get you straightened out because I know Coach doesn't condone it, and he sure doesn't coach it. So he's going to get you receivers straightened out next. He's already got the line straightened out. And line, <laughs> this week against Glenn. Make sure you guys continue to concentrate and do what coach says do, all right? Because this is the battle for the Kernersville Cup. And I can tell you right now, the Bobcats are roaring. They're not playing around. They want some eagle meat. And I want you to give them some eagle meat, but give them the kind of eagle meat you want them to have, not the kind that they want to take, all right? <laughs> well, listen, I, I didn't mean for that to be funny, I, I but we'll take it. Just... <laughs> so, look, Coach, man. The offense and second possessions, you guys were immediately in the red zone. You had already, you know, mentioned that right there. Did you even expect to be in the red zone that fast and taking over the ball? You, you know, you know, obviously we want to start out quick, and, and we did a great job once again on the kickoff team and then the defense right away at a sack and had some, you know, tackles for losses, and then they get a short field. We put some pressure on them when they punt. And, uh, you know, you just get going and, you know, you start a game out and we just kept going, going, going and uh, just excited the way it all kind of played out. Yeah, man. Great. It was awesome. Dez told me that the coach at Reynolds was kind of a young guy. I think it's uh, coach. Did you say Davidiak? Davidiak. Um, said he was kind of a young guy, 26 years old. Was there a time when you found yourself saying, what in the world is this kid doing over there? No, I've gotten to meet him. He, he okay. coached down at uh, Mallard Creek, so he came from Mallard Creek. Okay. Um, good guy. Good young guy. He's going to be a good coach. Good deal. A um, lot of things to fix down there, obviously, but I think he's trying to do it the right way. His numbers have gone up. His JV, he had more kids on JV. Good. Um, so I think he's doing it the right way. He might have looked over at us a couple times and said, Boy, what am I doing over here? He might have thought gotcha. that. Yeah, I mean, uh, I thought that. You know, <laughs> but that's just me. So I was just wondering if you we were. But he, the same he's a thing. great guy. Very, you know, came after the game, talked, and you know, just asked for some advice, which is very great to see a young guy um, do that. And uh, you know, told him my phone's always open. So he's a good guy, really is. Good deal. Glad to hear it, man. So let's talk about the running backs. It looks like Cannon Rottweiler emerged as a leading rusher on Friday night. He did a great job. I think Cannon's in the house. Throw your hand up, Cannon. Where you at, big buddy? Let everybody see who you are. All right. He's our running back. He's a sophomore running back, if I'm not mistaken, man. He had uh, five carries for over 63 yards. That's over 12 yards a carry and a touchdown. Jalen Murray uh, was next on that list. Good job, Cannon. Jalen Murray next on the list. Had four carries for 55 yards. That's just under 14 yards a carry. Didn't? Yes. Good job. Good job, Jalen. And, and really good job offensive line is what yes. we're talking about. Because yep. the offensive line doesn't open those holes. These guys don't have anywhere to run. All right. Brandon Sutton, seven carries for 47 yards. That's just under seven yards a carry and a touchdown. Jeremiah McCray had five carries for 23 yards. That's just under five yards a carry. Has the whole, the running backs average nine yards a carry. On Friday, you That's can incredible. you can you can make some things happen. You can win a lot of games nine yards that. carry. Yes, no you can. I mean, yeah, that's that's picking up some real estate there. That's what I'm talking about. And I guess you know with Cannon and his mom doing the real estate thing, they know all about picking up that oh, real estate. Well played, well played, man. Nice. That just came to me too, man. Really, you didn't even write that down. I didn't even write it down. Check it out. Man, you didn't. That ain't even on your script. It's not even on the script, my man. man. But listen, we're going to head to the QBs and receivers. <laughs> All right. And old Bryce Baker, he played well. He's doing good. 230 passing yards. He threw five touchdowns. Went 75% completion rate. Like you said early, 15 completions on 20 attempts. Good job, Bryce. Uh, had a QB rating of 152. And then the sophomore quarterback, J.D. Falk, came in, got some good experience for the second week in a row. J.D. had 100% percent 
completion rate for the second week in a row. Good job, J.D. And then, Coach, you already mentioned it for us. Six different receivers caught passes on Friday. Josh Austin, he led the crew. He had four catches for 104 yards and two touchdowns. Josh, you in the house? There he is. There he is. Good All job, right. man. Big game by Josh. Yes, sir. Huge game. J.P. Gilchrist had six receptions for 77 yards and a touchdown. Excellent job, J.P. Is he in the house? He's not here tonight. Okay. And Jair Richburg averaged 10 yards per catch and a touchdown. Uh, Jalen Murray not only ran the ball, but he averaged 14 yards a catch and a touchdown. Brandon Sutton, Corian Wartlow, man, they put in some good work for the Eagles in the passing offense on Friday. Guys, great work, great work. Coach, you want to talk about your passing game and what's going on with hey, it? Hey, just, just great. I, like I said, I really thought Bryce had his uh, best game of the year. Just reads going from either his first read, seeing it pre-snap, or getting to his second or third read. Thought he did a great job. And uh, I, I really like that we stretched the field. We, we got, hit some big throws. Um, some vertical throws, obviously. Josh had that big one for 71 yards. Yep. yep. Um, just I like to see us stretching that field. It opens up that run game a little bit. Coach, I want to ask you a question concerning your offense. I noticed something. Coach mm -hmm. Horton moved from on top of the box, mm -hmm. and he seems to be now back on the sideline. Do you, did he ever talk about what made him decide to come down or, you know, because I, I, I think it's great that he's down on the sideline. You know, and did he say why he made that move and maybe how it's affected well, the I team just, possibly? With this being Bryce's first year, I thought maybe it would be better if he came back down to be able to talk to Bryce more and watch, uh, you know, the video, you know, on the iPads between sessions a little bit more. And uh, right now it seems to be working. Uh, Bryce – Simmons went up and he's doing our spotter spotting and he does a great job so I don't feel so so worried about it he sees the game really right. well so when you can put someone like Bryce up top um, that can still see the game it makes it a little easier to bring your offense coordinator back down good deal well you guys are doing great coach and I skipped this question at the beginning but I'm gonna ask it now because I see that uh, you need to get a little something to eat yeah but who'd you bring with you tonight so I brought our linebacker, number 44, Nate Stewart's Nate, with Nate. us. Nate's in the house. Uh, Throw your hand up, Nate. I guess everybody knows that you're not Nate, though. They <laughs> probably know that. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, I brought Sean Kofer. He is our Booster Club president All and right. assistant softball coach for yes, us. Yes, he is. Sean, throw your hand up so everybody know who you are. Um, Sean's Sean, the money man. He's got the big old checkbook. He's uh, he, he <laughs> squeezes the, the the money out of uh, the the not the Grinch. What's the guy though? Um, the Scrooge. Scrooge. Yeah, there we go. Scrooge uh, plaster. Um, so uh, I just try to go through him. Nothing wrong with that. Well, you got some good folks here on the show, and we're about up against the break. So when we come back, we're gonna let Coach get dig into his food. But before we go, tell us what you eating tonight, Coach. I'm eating uh, that that uh, pouncy special. The pouncy, that's right. The quesadilla. What he Quesadilla Montalelo. Yeah, yeah. That what he called it. Blah, the, blah, the pouncy blah. special. The pouncy special. It looks good, man. Well, look, coach. We're gonna let you dig into that. We're gonna take a break. When we come back, we're gonna be talking to Sean Cofer, and then we're gonna talk a little defense, and we're gonna talk to old Nate Stewart, and we're gonna have some fun when we get back. Right after these words from this, our sponsors out here. Best sliders in the triad are from Twin City Minis. Picture this, juicy sliders with premium Angus beef, crispy chicken, or even delicious veggie options. And don't forget the loaded fries that'll leave you craving for more. Visit them today and test the difference. Twin City Minis, where small bites bring big smiles. Follow them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Twin City Minis to see where the food truck will pop up next. When you think of the best burger sliders in the triad, think Twin City Minis. The State Farm Personal Price Plan is here. Your local agent can help you create an affordable car insurance price. Visit Susanna Nunn State Farm Insurance in Kernersville. 
Prices vary by state. Options selected by customer. Availability and eligibility may vary. Looking for your real estate expert in Kernersville? Meet Nikki Rottweiler, your go-to expert with the unrivaled knowledge of the market. From hidden gems to prime profiles, she's got the inside scoop. Don't miss out on the opportunity of a lifetime. Contact Nikki Rottweiler today and experience the difference firsthand. Call Nikki at 336-448-9309 to get started. Head Realty Group, opening dreams one door at a time. Attention pizza lovers in the triad. Are you ready for a taste sensation that will blow your mind? Look no further than Lido Pizza, where flavor and value collide. For a limited time, Lido Pizza in Kernersville is serving up hot and fresh deals that you just can't resist. Monday special, get a calzone or a stromboli for only $5. On Tuesday, get a spaghetti entree dish for only $5. On Wednesday, kids eat free with a paying adult. Lido Pizza, your next guilty pleasure. 220 Market View Drive in Kernersville. Call and place that order right now at 336-993-5336. Hey, Kernersville, craving that authentic Southern flavor? Look no further than J. Pepper Southern Grill. If you're ready for a mouth-watering journey through the South with soulful comfort food that'll make your taste buds dance. Their secret? Locally sourced ingredients and time-honored recipes that bring an unmistakable Southern charm to every dish. Plus a full bar with microbrews. Whether it's a family meal, a date night, or just some good old Southern hospitality you're after, J. Pepper Southern Grill has you covered. Join them today and experience the heart and soul of the South at J. Pepper Southern Grill in Kernersville, where Southern flavors come to life. Discover the menu at jpeppers.com or give them a call at 336-497-4727. Are you looking for the next best soul food spot to please your palate? What if I told you there's one right under your nose? Welcome to Taste of the Triad. Located in the old Bell Brothers Cafeteria, location at 4320 Old Walkertown Road in Winston-Salem, authentic Southern comfort food in a family atmosphere. At Taste of the Triad, you can have Sunday dinner anytime. Mmm, baked chicken, fried chicken to order, the best meatloaf in the Triad, ribs, baked mac and cheese, and more. Check out Sunday Smackdown with beef and pork ribs, smoked turkey legs, collard greens, yams, and much more. Are y'all hungry yet? Did I even mention the live music on Sundays? Comfort soul food in the heart of the Triad. Taste of the Triad, 4320 Old Walkertown Road in Winston-Salem. Check out the menu at tasteofthetriad.com. Walkertown Auto Sales. Look no further when shopping for your next vehicle. Located in the heart of the Triad at 3076 Walkertown View Drive in Walkertown, Walkertown Auto Sales specializes in affordable and reliable used cars, trucks, and SUVs. They offer financing with good credit, bad credit, or no credit, with interest rates as low as 3.9%. With knowledgeable employees that are always willing to go the extra mile, you'll drive away with the car of your dreams at Walkertown Auto Sales. Check out the entire online inventory now at Walkertown Auto Sales. Hey y'all, Tiny's Bobo Lotto. Is your car broke down? Are you stuck somewhere? Do you need a mechanic? Oh, you don't want to call a tow truck? Call Tiny's Mobile Lotto. He'll come out to you, do your work, whatever you need done, your regular maintenance, or if you broke down on the side of the road, give him a call. All you have to do is pick up the phone and call 336-423-6241. You don't even have to see me. Just let me know what's wrong with your car and I will come and fix it, y'all. I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram, TikTok, I'm on the Twitters, whatever you guys need 336-423-6241 as always i'll be seeing you we love sports don't do it the greatest box ever lived not only do we love sports but we love to debate sports he was bad in Jackson clay he bad in sugar ray he bad in that who that's you the new boy has mike mike tyson look like a bulldog he bad in him too he the whip mike tyson there he whip all that for the best sports analysis in the triad. What about Rocky Marciano? In-depth local coverage of your favorite schools and teams. Let me tell you something wonderful. Rocky Marciano was good. But compared to Joe Lewis, Rocky Marciano ain't And of course, the best sports debate in the triad. Big Joe Lewis is this. Welcome to Tobacco Road Sports Radio. Joe Lewis was 75 years old when he fought. You're welcome. I don't know how old he was to get it after. <laughs> You are locked into Tobacco Road Sports Radio, your home for triad sports. And you know this, man.
welcome back, Eagles family, to The Nest. And for those of you out there who are just tuning in, you're listening to The Nest with head football coach Todd Willard of the East Forsyth Fighting Eagles football team. And our title sponsor for the year is Miss Nikki Rottweiler of Head Realty Group EXP. Nikki Rottweiler of Head Realty Group EXP is our title sponsor for this entire 2023 football season. So for all your real estate needs, be sure to contact Nikki Rottweiler at Head Realty Group EXP. And guys, we're back in the house. We're here at Monte de Rey Mexican Restaurant. We were talking to Coach Willard a little bit, and uh, he said he brought some money bags with him, old Sean Kofer. And Sean is here. Sean, how we doing, my good man? Doing great, Rod. How are you? Man, I am hanging in there, brother. I'd be doing better if I had your checkbook sitting right beside me so I could put a little ink on it, my man. Let me put a little ink on it. Uh, so, Sean, now, are you still the Booster Club president? I still am. Yes, I am. Okay, because I thought at one point you were trying to relinquish that job and maybe someone just was refusing to let you go for whatever reason. For the last five or six years, I'm asking for somebody <laughs> to please fire me. Um, <laughs> Coach Willard just hasn't figured out a way to fire me. Yet, so. <laughs> well, that's what happens when you do such a marvelous job, man. Now, what is the main mission of the statement for the East Forsyth Booster Club? <laughs> I, I, I can't quote the, the mission statement per se, but, you know, the Winston-Salem Forsyth County Schools, they do not have an athletic budget. So the individual programs, whether it be football, baseball, basketball, softball, um, they have to raise their own money for anything that, that they need, as equipment-wise or, you know, the football team has to have helmets certified every year and mm-hmm. uniforms and, and that type of stuff. So the Booster Club sort of – Raises money to, to bridge that gap between what they want and what they need. Right. Got you. And has the president, you just pretty much coordinate and make sure somehow that happens, and that includes you possibly finding people to help you, finding bags of money sitting in the alley somewhere? Yeah, we, we, we follow Brinks trucks uh, around town uh, <laughs> late at night, and we, we're trying to find that, that empty bag of money that falls off the back. That's right. That's right. So in case you guys were not listening – what Sean was just saying, and Sean, I want you to expand on this. The Booster Club does not just help out this football program, and a lot of people may think that. But there are other sports that the Booster Club is in, involved in. Can you expand on that just a little bit? The, the, the biggest question I'm going to ask is you know, ticket prices. The, you, know, you, you pay to go to a football game. You pay to go to basketball, softball, whatever. Booster Club has nothing to do with that at all. Those prices raised at um, the football games, that's our biggest gate of the year. Mm-hmm. So so the the entry fees going in there, they go to pay for the umpires, the, the officials okay. there. Um, in Forsyth County, those gates are split with the other schools that we play. So we play Parkland. We have, you know, whatever the dollar amount gate, we split it with Parkland. Mm-hmm. If we get a Reynolds or Parkland, that, that gate is split as well. So those pay for officials here and there. And the lesser revenue sports, like swimming, we have to pay for officials at, at swim meets. Mm-hmm. You don't get two or 3,000 people to go watch a swim meet, but we right. still have to pay the officials for, for volleyball, for swimming, and that type of stuff. So the gate fees go to do that. Um, and the rest of that goes to pretty much all that's eaten up by, by, by the official fees and, and that type of stuff. So if you need something else, whether it's football, baseball, basketball, whatever it is, if you don't raise the money yourself, then you come to the booster club and says, hey, we need to buy this piece of equipment. We need to to, to replace the uniforms. It's not our turn in the rotation of uniforms. So you come to the booster club and you ask for assistance and that type of stuff. Gotcha. So what has the president, what do you find to be the biggest challenge um, for the booster club and especially your duties the, the the biggest challenge is is manpower you know we, okay. we we have whether you're whatever sport your your child is involved in your student athlete is involved in you know you you you, you tip to typically help raise money and and give money to that sport or, or volunteer in the concession stand or whatever but if we could get them into the booster club and raise money for all the sports and to do stuff, there's a ton of stuff that we can do. If we had 30, 40, 50 active members, we've got probably five or 10. Oh, wow. um, so, so if the, the more people, the manpower that we have, the more that we can do for all of our sports and for all of our schools and, and that type of stuff. We can do a golf tournament. We can do a bunch of different stuff. 
that requires just manpower. And, and that's our biggest hurdle right now. Gotcha. So many hands make light work. Uh, listen, student athlete, parents of student athletes, if you have time, please get with Sean. See how you can join the Booster Club. See how can you, you can be of assistance to the Booster Club, especially if you have a student athlete who is attending these for Scythe because that is going to come back to your young student athlete. We appreciate all that you do. Uh, Sean has the Booster Club president, man. Um, so manpower is what he needs. So I don't know if you guys have heard it before, but many hands make light work. All right. Good deal. So what's it like, Sean, um, when you're raising money? And as a matter of fact, do you mind telling us about the big fundraiser that you have going on now? The one that you probably maybe make the most amount of money with, whatever that is. Would you talk to us about that? Two, two main fundraisers a year. <clears throat> Excuse me. The the concession stands at, the, at, at games is is just a constant fundraiser. The biggest fundraiser we have from year to year is our reverse raffle that's coming up in about two and a half weeks, November the sixth. Uh, this will be our tenth reverse raffle. Um, we sell three hundred tickets. We have an event. We start drawing out uh, ping pong balls, and the last last one standing gets ten thousand dollars, hundred dollars a ticket. Um, tenth, tenth raffle. We are getting close to raising, pretty close to maybe next year's event, a quarter of a million dollars off of this one event. Nice. Um, it's it's hundred dollars that work with the PTA. Um, so it's, um, student athletes and the the teachers and and their funds get some money as well. Biggest raffle of the year or biggest fundraiser of the year. Two and a half weeks. That's pretty cool. Guys, if you hadn't gotten your reverse raffle ticket yet, get it. See, Sean, get your ticket. Where else can we, can they, do they only have to see you? Is there another place they can go and get a ticket? Uh, Eagle Wear Trailer, every uh, home football game, they have okay. tickets there. There's some tickets available in the office at East Forsyth. Okay. You can go to our GoFan website, East Forsyth GoFan website. And or you can come here any Tuesday night. I've got tickets right here on me. You can uh, just come, come see me. I do cash check. Credit card. Takes all forms of payment. Yeah, (laughs) all forms of payment. I've gotten my tickets, and I might even get a couple more. So if you hadn't gotten your tickets, get your tickets because I'm trying to win something. Listen, if I win, what what is it? What's the big prize? $10,000. Sean, I promise you right now, if you hook it up that I win $10,000, we all going out there. Well, one one of Coach Willard's buddies – on Friday night after the game, sitting around the fire, he texted and says, hey, if you can rig that, he can come up and be present to win. He, he would come down to be present. I heard him to say if he if I could rig the, the thing, that he would be the president. So we're, I'm trying to work that out. <laughs> so you do have to be present to win? No, you do not have to you be present to win. To That's your okay. name. If you get down to the final five, we'll give you a call and say, hey, what do you want to do? You want to split it? You want to keep going? What do you want to do? Okay. All right. Sounds great. So, guys, if you hadn't gotten your ticket yet, get your ticket. It can make you $10,000 richer as well as help you contribute to the East Forsyth athletic booster club which is what we need sean you've given a lot of blood sweat tears throughout all the years helping out the east forsyth athletic program uh talk to me about the feelings that you have knowing the help that you're giving these student athletes i i think there is no better teacher of of our young students our high school age youth sports there's no better teacher than than being involved in if done correctly Mm -hmm. athletic team you know you learn how to lose you learn how to win you you learn why you lose and you win you lose you learn discipline you learn teamwork that that's why i do what i do you know there's the 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 kids that that learn something about themselves whether they're gonna be d1 athletes professional athletes or whether they're just gonna learn something about themselves playing a season of of sports Good deal. Well, thank you for what you do, man. And besides working hard as a Booster Club Prez, you also coach softball. Tell us a little bit about that and how you got into it. Um, about 15 years ago, my daughter was playing softball, and I, and I was involved with Kerns Little League with my son, <clears throat> who's a little bit older. And on one Sunday afternoon, I got a phone call. and says, hey, what are you doing tonight? I said, we don't have any plans. It's okay. Be, be at the boardroom at like 7 o'clock to, to draft your team for softball. I became a softball coach. I love coaching softball. Um, the 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 ladies that I, I would rather coach 
young ladies than young men any day because they are just mean. <laughs> <laughs> are they really? So they're, they're assassinators, huh? I, I love them. That's awesome. That's awesome. How, how are we looking at softball this year? Can we win it all? Uh, we're going to be young. Okay. Um, we, we graduated seven starters last year. Oh, wow. Uh, so we're going to be young. Um, our, our new head softball coach that actually happens to be here tonight, Coach Carly Honeycutt. Um, okay. She's, coach Honeycutt's in the house. All right. Head softball coach, good to have you. We're, we're probably going to be yelling at each other all season long, trying to figure out who's going to start where, when, <laughs> who's going to hit where, when, everything. But, um, you know, we're going to be young, but it, it's we've got a good good core. Um, I think we're going to be better than other people in the conference think we're going to be. So, uh, But we're going to have some growing pains, I'm sure, but we're going to be young. Good deal. Well, good luck to you guys in Thank softball you. this coming season. And make sure we're let's say, hey, guys, let's support our Lady Eagles playing softball, all right? Good deal. Sean, before we get out of here, anybody that you want to give a shout-out to, my man? Uh, my wife. Um, we just uh, had our 24th – celebrated our 24th anniversary yesterday. Congratulations. Uh, that is awesome. She, uh, she allows me to, to spend time with – Coach Willard, <laughs> and, and, you, and you guys, um, she allows me to do what, what I enjoy, and I can't thank her enough. Good deal. That. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, shout out to Mrs. Kofer. She is a wonderful young lady for allowing you to have some fun, man. That's awesome. Let's give Sean a hand, guys. And remember, let's support the East Forsyth Athletic Booster Club. And if you have any questions, Sean Kofer can answer them, and Sean needs your help. Coach Willard, I know you don't have – Oh my goodness! You've already eaten. I was thinking you were still eating, my man. How was your How was your dinner tonight? The quesadilla or the pouncy special? How was that? It was. It was. It was outstanding. Actually, man, that's it was, good. Yeah, it looks like you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Either hated it or loved it. One. Oh man. Yeah, that looks good. So, coach, you brought. We got a second player with us, or a second young man, a second guest tonight. Second guest, not yes. young man. Co-freight young. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations on your anniversary Yeah, that's awesome, man And listen, that, not to cut you off But Eagle family, we have a birthday in the house hey. It is Vivian Wisnett hey. It is her birthday Happy birthday, Vivian and she does not look a day over 27 Happy birthday, Vivian Happy birthday All right so we always want to recognize our Eagle family When the birthday is going on So always, because this is fam here So coach, you got Nathan Stewart, would you tell us a little bit about Nathan? Yeah, Nate, Nate came, what did you come, last year was last year, yes, your sir. first year? Came up here from uh, Mississippi. Yes, sir. Look at that, two for two, pretty good. <laughs> um, you know, wasn't sure what we got, and we saw him on JV, and we right away it didn't take long to see he was a hitter. He loves to hit, understands the games, learned the game. Uh, every year, more and more, he's only going to, or he's a junior right now, so we got him for another year. Just blessed to have them here at the Eating These for Scythe program. Oh, man. Well, it's glad to have you. What's going on, Nate? Can I call you Nate? Is that cool? Yes, sir. Good deal, man. Glad to have you. You doing all right today? Yes, sir. Good, good. Throw your hand up so everybody know who you are. This is Nate, everybody. This is our, <laughs> this is our inside linebacker, number 44. He's the one that puts hits on people. He he put he gives them a licking and makes sure they stop ticking. Old Nate, that's him. <laughs> so Nate, how are those grades coming, my man? A's, B's, A's, B's. Good. You know I love to hear that, man. So you, that's right. Give him a hand. A's and B's in that classroom is very important. How long have you been playing? And it sounds like Coach already said you've been playing football for Coach Willard since last year. Yes, sir. All right, cool. How do you like playing for him? Him and the Eagles. He's a great coach. What makes him a great coach? That he, the fact that he can motivate and also teach you how to play your position better. Good deal, man. I like that. You remind me of one of those guys that played on that movie, The Program. I don't know which one. I had to tell you which one later on. But he looked like he could be one of the guys. Have you ever seen that football movie, The Program? Sadly, no, it might be a little old school. You're, you're a little <laughs> younger than I am. But uh, that's okay. Well, Nate, since you've been here at East, man, who's been the toughest offense that you've had to face? And what has made them so tough? Well, last year I would say – Whenever I played last year, I said I'd have to be Huff and playoffs. So okay. They were they were pretty tough. Okay. And then this year would be Davey. They were also a Davey. tough opponent. Okay. All right. So that they would uh, match you, giving you the business, each other the business. Is that what it is? Yes, sir. Well, Nate, you know my motto, man, and uh, I've been saying this since I was a young buck thirty years ago, and I know old uh, Mr. Edwards back there knows my motto. I, I wonder if you know my motto. Were you here last week? Uh, 
Uh, no, sir. You weren't here last week? Well, listen, I got a motto, and it goes like this. When the going gets tough, the tough get tough. The tough don't get going because I don't want them to go and run away. But when the going gets tough, the tough get tough. You got to get tough, baby. You think about that sometime and you'll understand it. You'll definitely understand. I didn't understand it at first, but I understand it big time now, man. So now, have you always wanted to play linebacker or is that something that just came about? Have you played any other positions? I used to play a running back back uh, last a couple of years ago. I played running back and then I moved here and decided to focus on linebacker. Cause okay. Something about hitting people just was really fitting in with me. Good deal. Now, playing running back, I would think, would give you a little bit of an advantage playing linebacker because you know the movements of most running backs and you also know how the line usually blocks, down blocks, things of that nature, and how running backs may move off their hips and things like that. So um, would you say that's an advantage that you played running back and then moved over to linebacker? Yes, sir. I would say it was. Okay. Gave good me a deal. good insight on what they would do when they would do it. So now when you're in that backer position, what are some of the keys that you're reading from the offense to let you know where the play might be going? Mostly where the uh, running backs lined up and where the guard is. Because usually the guards will look to where they're going before they get fully set. Okay. And that will tell you everything you need to know. Oh, good deal. they'll take it to the ball. Okay, so you're watching and, and seeing what's going on with your opponents. Man, you might be in the CIA one day acting like that, man. <laughs> So playing that middle linebacker position, man, you know, you're kind of the heart of that defense. you got to be communicating with the other guys on defense. What does some of that communication sound like when y'all are out there? G-rated, G-rated version. <laughs> well, we usually just call out, like, the fronts. Like, we call out wedge, pinch, okay. tab, all that. Tell the D-line where they need to go, how okay. they need to hit it. Gotcha. Our coverages, you know, call out blue for our back so they know what to do. Okay. Now, is that called out normally after things are set, or is that the call play that's coming in before you can, you know, the coach, defensive coordinator may be on the sideline giving you signals, hands, all that. Yeah. Are you calling it beforehand, or are you doing a little bit of both? Are you switching once you see what the offense is looking like? You could do, yeah, we usually do both. We'll get set in one. If we if they come out of the empty, we'll get in that game plan okay. and go into empty. All right, good deal. All right, so look, man, you're a junior. You're playing very well. You played in eight games so far this year. You have 56 total tackles. You have two sacks. You have three QB hurries. You caused a fumble. You recovered two fumbles. And you've taken one fumble to the house for six points. Yes. That's, Nate, that's right. Big time success on this Eagle team, man. What do you attribute that success to? <laughs> I would say it's really just like, like ooh, I, I don't really know what to say on that one. <laughs> it, it's probably all because of Coach Wicker. Yes, it, yeah, it definitely. really is. He, he is super <laughs> he, he is always honest about it, okay. staying on top of our keys, reading it, knowing what we need to do. And every Friday, when well, I was going to be every Wednesday, well, this Wednesday, yeah. always there's that one play. He's like, y'all got to learn. We always run that one play where there's going to be a fumble. It's going to teach y'all to get the fumble and run it back. <laughs> All right. That's hey, Coach Wicker, man. That's right. <laughs> He's the man. Hey, he wants to see you get out there and lay the wood, man. I know right. that. That's awesome, man. Good deal. Well, listen, you're doing a great job, man, and you're looking great out there. Um, you know, sometimes we don't always play our best, at least the way we want to play so sometimes after a tough game, who do you think is the hardest on you? I'll usually say myself. Yourself. Okay. All right. But right behind that is my mom. So, my, <laughs> so mom's keeping a good eye on you then, huh? Where's mom at? Mom in the house? All right, y'all. So when Nate is out there messing up, just know mom going to get him when he gets home. Y'all know that now. <laughs> so most players have a lot of rituals and routines that they do before a game. Do you have any? Uh, yes, sir. I like to uh, I like to get a group of people together, uh -huh. maybe two or three groups at a time, and pray. Have a good oh good prayer at the very beginning before we run out of the tunnel. Good, and, you know, just get focused and psyched them. Thank the Lord for allowing us to play. Yes, sir. Well, good man, you keep that up. I like to hear that. Excellent, excellent. I love to hear that. That's awesome. Now, as you get into your senior year, what do you see unfolding for yourself next year? I'm hoping that uh, we can. The goals that I'm facing for next year is to be able to do way better than I have this year. 56 tackles is good, but I feel like we could do a lot more. 
Well, 56 tackles is really good, and when we get into the defense, I'll tell you why it's okay if you don't have that many more. I'll tell you why it's okay, all right? And believe me, you'll understand. Um, so what you eat here tonight? What you have to eat? ACP. ACP, was it pretty good? Yes, sir. All right, cool. You ever had a pedicure foot massage? Uh, no, sir. Listen, man, you need to get one, um, and we're going to get you one. I, I started with the kickers. And we got this thing, and I know mom is like, what in the world is he talking about? Well, mom, we started this thing last year called the TTC. It's called the Twinkle Toes Club, where the guys who come on the show, they have an opportunity to get a pedicure, all right, get their feet done. It makes them light on their feet. So we've named it the Twinkle Toes Club. The problem is, mom, this year, the guys who have been here act like they don't want to get together and go. <laughs> so I'm like, what's going on? Why, why can't – I mean, what's going on? So, Nate, I've assigned, I think, both kickers, Braden and um, Ridge. Ridge. And then I assigned – was it was it Edwards? Did I sign Edwards? Maybe I didn't assign him. It was somebody – who was here last week? Jalen and Pouncey. Jalen Murray and Pouncey. I told them to get the guys going so we could go ahead – and get the massage going. Did I not do that last week? Yes. No one has contacted me yet. Man, last and, year and you I usually, couldn't get them to stop last year. They're coming every yeah, day. Yeah, they too. were coming every day saying, hey, when we going? I'm like, Thursday, baby. <laughs> oh, we can't go Thursday. We'll go Wednesday. My number is on this pen. I try and give you guys a pen every time you come on the show. All you got to do is just look at it and say, boop, 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 boop. <laughs> and that's, that's all you got to do. Or you can text me. And we're ready to go. So, Nate, I'm going to give you the assignment. All you got to do, get four guys at a time. I want to go for because we only have a couple more weeks left in the season. Um, four guys at a time. We'll take you guys four at a time, the ones who've been on the show, and let's get ready and go. All right. Down. Let's join the Twinkle Toes Club, He's man. Because I, I hadn't, I, I, I hadn't had my feet done all season, man. Y'all tripped. Listen, last year was the first time that I had a pedicure, Yeah. believe it or not. And it was all because of Nick Martin. And I ain't going to lie to you. It was because of Nick <laughs> Martin and my goddaughter. Uh, man, that was the first time I had one. Man, I can't stop. So y'all tripping right <laughs> now. Yeah, so y'all tripping. I need to get my feet done too, but I'm not going without y'all. Okay? Oh, All right, I'm not we? going by myself. So get the guys together. Is that fair enough? Yes, sir. All right, good deal now. Y'all heard Nate say he was going to get it, right? All right, cool. So, Nate, anybody out here that you want to give a shout-out to before we get out here? My mom, my stepfather. <laughs> okay. My sister for supporting me too. <laughs> Coach Willard, of course, for allowing him to give me the chance to go out last year and try out on varsity. No that doubt. I allow him, um, appreciate him a lot for allowing me to do that. No doubt. Coach Drew, him support me through my process of coming from middle linebacker with two others to inside linebacker okay. and my teammates. Good deal. 100% my, I, I like that shout I, I like that. Can I give you one more assignment? Yes, sir. I need a takeaway this week. All right. I need a takeaway. I don't care how you do it. It could be a fumble. It could be a strip. It could be an interception. I need one. All right? Yes, I'll be looking for it. Okay. Last question. If you had to choose one word to describe what you want for this season to be for you and your teammates, what would that one word be? Champs. Champs. I love it. Champs. All right. <laughs> Guys, let's give Nate a hand. Excellent job, Nate. Thanks for being on the show. Good luck to you and the Eagles on Thursday as you guys face off against the Glenn Bobcats, all right? Yes, sir. Coach Willard, and stay with us, Nate. We're going to be here. Coach Willard, we're going to get back. Man, we don't have a lot of time. We're talking a little bit on defense, and we're going to get through it. Dad says we got about four minutes. So uh, we're going to get through it speed. real quick. We're we going to speed. Now, look, this is the thing. On defense, about 19 different Eagles had tackles, right? Yep. Robbie Whitney, he was doing his thing. I want y'all to listen to these numbers because Nate was complaining about a certain type of numbers. Robbie Whitney had four Tackles and a sack. The Secretary of Defense, Big Mike Mullins, had three tackles. Number five, Elijah, 55, Elijah Hawkins had two tackles. Isaiah Edwards had two tackles. All right, these are the guys up front. Moving to the linebackers. Nate and Tamarian Pollard both had three tackles apiece at their linebacker position. Brooklyn James had, I think, two tackles and a sack. All right, the biggest... Person who had, I think, the most uh, tackles was Edwards. And he was coming up playing that line position, linebacker position hard and with six tackles, right? Antoine Mitchell had four tackles, which was the next one, okay? Now, you were complaining about not having a lot of tackles. There wasn't a lot of tackles played. 
happened on Friday night. That's a good thing. You want to know why? Because you were three and out. You let the offense get three plays. That meant you did not let them get a first down. That meant you imposed your will on them. That also meant you got to go to the sideline and rest while your offense did their thing. So when you came back out, you were fresh, ready to go. You did the same thing. One tackle, two tackles, three tackles. Get off the field. Nothing wrong with having not so many tackles when you shut the other team down. <laughs> right All on. right? You understand? That's what I want to see. I don't want to see that many tackles on my defense this week. I want you guys on the field for three plays and get out. That's what I want. And I guarantee you, Coach Willard, he'll say the same thing he just said today. It was great watching film. You guys did a great job. What do you think, Coach? Is that fair enough? I love it. About time he gave good advice. <laughs> <laughs> Coach, I can't win with you, man. I can't win with you. <laughs> I like that advice right there. <laughs> but the defense did, man. They played great, Coach. You guys did a great job up front. I know I don't have a lot of time to go over the defense because we only got three minutes, or Dad said two minutes. So, Coach, let's get into um, – and it was great talking to Nate. It was great talking to uh, Sean Kofer. Let's get into this week real fast. You yep. guys are playing for the Kernersville Cup. You're playing the Glen Bobcats, which is the big crosstown rivalry, man. And the Bobcats, their head coach is Antoine Stevenson. Bobcats are two and three in the conference. They're three and five overall. Talk to us about Coach Stevenson and that rivalry you guys have going on in K Vegas. Yeah, like I said, uh, records don't really matter when it comes to this. You know that playing way back in the days. Yes, it, it's always different. Uh, you throw the records out. Um, it's always a battle. Last year was a battle. Um, I think they were three and seven last year, and obviously we were really good, and it was still a battle. Yep. Yep. Um, so we told our guys that today, that records don't matter. It really doesn't. And just like every week, we get everybody's Super Bowl. That's right. And uh, so you add the Super Bowl plus the Kernersville Cup on top of that. So it's a, it's a big game coming up here on Thursday. Yes, sir. Huge game. And remember, guys, the game has been changed. It's going to be Thursday, 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock. Okay. Senior night. Senior night. So please come out and support the seniors. This, this may be their last home game, which I hope not, because we're going to go to the playoffs and hopefully Correct. we'll get some home games Correct. in the playoffs. But we never know how the seeding falls. We just don't know. So please come out, support these seniors. They have been good all their years at East, and let's be good to them, their last regular season game at home. Coach, what made us move the game to Thursday? I hadn't been keeping up. I'm assuming it's the weather. It was the weather, yeah. Okay. Some some other teams in our conference uh, moved their games, and um, so I think everybody in our conference now has moved their games to uh, Thursday Okay. Um, because uh, the, the possible rain, I guess we could get on Friday. Okay, gotcha. All right, sounds good. Well, Coach, since we're up against it, you know what time it is what we do here, man. What's on your heart? What's on your mind? And who you shouting out to? Well, first of all, I want to thank Terry Edwards. Uh, we came up with – and the, the Touchdown Club, we came up with an idea, this coin flip sponsors. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's really worked out well for us. Um, we have companies that come in and donate, and they get to be out there for the coin flip. And I oh, thought good. it was a really cool idea that uh, we had, and we've had uh, – Five sponsors that have done a great job and have stepped up to the plate, and hopefully we'll have some home games and we'll be able to do it again. But I want to thank Terry and our, our touchdown club for Terry, coming up with that Terry, throw your hand up. Idea. Let everybody see who you are. Thank you for all you do for us and the Eagles. And just want to thank my, my assistant coaches, Sean, you know, you guys, uh, the players. V very proud of this young man right here. Yes, sir. You know, um, what he's done, he's he had some big shoes to fill, and he's filling them. You know, he's doing obviously. a great job, great job. He uh, looks like a young Rocky Balboa. Hey, there you go. <laughs> you know who that is? Okay, I, you got you got to ask kids these you're days. Right, that. You're right. You do. You're I right, hate to say right. we were talking about Joe Montana in the no, half the kid. They don't even know who Joe Montana is. Wow. Okay. <clears throat> Wow. Yeah, Jerry Rice, Joe Montana, yeah. they don't even know. Yeah, yeah, I guess we're getting in that bracket, huh? We are. We're in that bracket. Yes, sir. So, All right. And then, obviously, Katie and the kids, uh, I appreciate Katie sent me a, a, a picture today. She's on a 12-foot ladder in our house because I wouldn't work on the lights, so right. she does that to scare me. So yeah, um, I understand. Well, Katie told me not to send any more cookies home with you. Hey, you can send them home with me. I told her she don't have to eat them. 
the kids said they wanted them. So okay, all right. I'm I mean, just she, telling you what she told me. She does. She don't run that house. I run, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not gonna touch that. Oh, hey, was that live mic? Was coach, that a live mic? Coach, listen, Desmond, you're supposed to have my mic off on that. <laughs> <laughs> coach, anything? Anybody else you want to shout out to? Anybody you want to ask that no. you can sleep at their house tonight? Yeah, anybody? <laughs> yeah, no doubt, right? No doubt. Uh, just shout out to guys up in Wisconsin, my mom and dad for everything they do, all their support, and and all the people that truly support Eagle football for what we are. Uh, good times and bad, I appreciate uh, all the, the true supporters. And glad you guys had a good homecoming. Oh, thank you so much, Coach. I really appreciate that. Let's give Coach Willard a hand, guys. And while you're at it, give yourselves a hand for being here. And thank you for being here. And, Coach, that's going to do it for our time here on the Nets. I want to thank you for being here. I want to thank you for bringing inside linebacker Nate Stewart and the man with all the money, Mr. Sean Kofer. Coach, good luck to you and the Eagles this Friday against, I mean, this Thursday against the Glenn Bobcats. And for those of you fans out there listening, make sure you plan to attend. The matchup will be at 7 p.m. on Thursday. That's October 19th and two days at the Nest, where senior night will be in full effect. We look forward to seeing our Eagle family at that game. We also look forward to seeing our entire Eagle family right here next week at Monte de Rey Mexican Restaurant and I'm going to tell you what, if you guys come out here to Monte de Rey Mexican Restaurant, you are guaranteed to have a good time and hang out with your family. So please tune in next week for another edition of The Nest featuring none other than two-time state champion and head football coach Todd Willard. And he is the coach of the three-time state champion East Forsyth Fighting Eagles. I'm your host, Hot Rod Funderburk. I want to thank you for tuning in to The Nest. And may God continue to bless each and every one of you.